back to the Renaissance Show, Ray, episode eight. Howdy to your face. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a thing? Is that a thing it, where you come from? It is now. It, it's presumed to be huge. <laughs> um, in the last episode, Ray. Yes. And I'm going to do something now that was uh, uh, recommended to me. By my son Hunter, who listens to this series, surprisingly. All right. Uh, He said, You know what would be really good is at the end of, at the beginning of every episode, you actually sort of recap the main highlights of what happened in the last episode. So I kind of remember. Yeah. So this is what I'm going to call the Hunter Breakdown. (laughs) 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 Hey, look, he's got a lot going on. He's got a job, he's going to university. That's about it. Oh, soccer, plays soccer, goes to the gym. He's got mm-hmm. a lot to deal with. You know, these 17-year-olds, man, they've got yeah. a lot on their plate. Like, you can't expect them to remember <laughs> what you talked about last week. No. 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 I apologize, Hunter. Um, we should have yeah. been doing this for a year, so thank you. The, hunt, the Hunter Claws, we'll call it. There we go. Um, so in the last episode, Hunter, uh, we talked about <laughs> uh, how the governor of the region around Milan, which is in northern Italy, became a bishop. No, no, theo- no theological training whatsoever. Uh, they just decided you like the cut of your jib. Um, you shall. I be, slipped and fell into it. You sh- yeah, <laughs> you shall be the new bishop. His name was Ambrose of Milan, and Ambrose started to position himself as the equal, or maybe even the superior, of mm-hmm. the Roman emperors. Which is well, he does have God at his back. Oh, so yeah, a God, one of the gods, the big God, a- the Jew God. <laughs> the big- Big Wahoonie. Yeah. Um, and yeah. he started saying, like, he started off by saying no to Kid Valley, Valley 2, when right. Kid Valley and his hot mum wanted uh, <laughs> his, his hot milf, um, wanted a couple of churches in Milan set aside right. for the Aryans. Ambrose was a Nicene Trinitarian. He said, no, right. fuck you. You can't have any churches, yeah. you no, Aryan well, scum. No. <laughs> he probably said, homie, don't play that. I doubt if he used foul language, but I, I could be wrong. I mean, these are ancient times. Then we talked about how Ambrose, despite all of that, went on behalf mm-hmm. of Kid Valley to help cut a peace treaty with the rebel emperor Magnus Maximus, a.k.a. Mad Max, the British <laughs> right. rebel emperor, who said, you guys are all fucked. I'm going to come and take, right. take the whole empire. Let me, show you how to, let me show you how to do this, son. Now, Ambrose didn't go by himself. Theodosius sent an army just to help. You know, they were there <laughs> just uh, just in case <laughs> shit went south. He's got an army backing him up, what we yeah. call... I've got the word of God, but it doesn't hurt to have an army behind you. What we've explained in the Cold War show is known as gunboat diplomacy. Listen, <laughs> I'm here with a pen and a pad and a briefcase. We're going to do this like gentlemen, <clears throat> but just in case... <laughs> it goes wahooey-shaped. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. a bit like the Godfather, Don Corleone, taking Luca Brazzi to, uh, <laughs> you know, meet with uh, Johnny's, um, you know, uh, band leader. Right. You know, he assured him that either his signature or his brains would be on the piece of paper. <laughs> by the That's time how you do it. Mm. It's gun, <laughs> called gunboat diplomacy. Listen, I've, I've come in good faith to negotiate a win-win agreement. But in case I don't get enough of the win... I've got an army just sitting outside. Just, just letting you know, yeah. no pressure. 
No, it's not. <laughs> they're a, just. It's not a threat. They just, just happen to be in right. the area. They just happen to be passing by. I said, just you know, say just chill out for a bit. Just, just like Fox says, it's his favorite thing. Just chill out, Dad. He's three, right? Just chill out, Dad. Like, what the fuck? He's like not fifteen yet. Just chill out, Dad. It's not even potty trained. He's like, just chill he's out, early st- like, Listen, <laughs> He's going to early start. When you shit in the toilet and not in your pants, you can tell me to chill out, right? <laughs> that is a requirement, yeah, actually. That's, yes. that's, that's one rule I set in my household. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. they, they do a peace deal with Mag Max. Um, and we also talked about how Mag Max was, uh, one of his claims to fame was he was the first Christian emperor to have other Christians executed for not being <laughs> the right kind of Christians. <laughs> they were doing Christians yep. Christianity yeah. wrong, so they had to be right. killed. This is the Bishop Priscillian that he and his followers he had tortured and executed. Um, Sounds right. And we finished the last episode with the peace with Mag Max breaking down, possibly because Ambrose called him a Jew um, <laughs> after Max was. It didn't help criticizing yeah. a mob of Christians who burned down a Jewish synagogue. Right. Christians were like, you dirty Jews. And they burnt down the synagogue. Max was, hey, oh, fuck off. That's not cool, man. Like, yeah. the Jews, you know, they, they worship the same God as us. The, we, we, we were Jews not that long ago. Uh, right. You know, Jesus was a Jew. Leave the Jews alone. Back the fuck off. And yeah. Ambrose went, you dirty Jew. <laughs> and so in 387, Mag Max invaded Milan, and that's where we got up yeah. to. So that's the Hunter Claus there we go. Yeah. Shit, we, yeah. If we just did that whole episode yeah. like that, we would get through this series a lot quicker. Like, we, <laughs> boom, 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 we boom, covered yeah, an yeah, entire yeah, hour's yeah. worth of material in like seven seconds there, man. <laughs> that's right. We would go from the Renaissance to the space Maybe age. Maybe that's just a matter of Hunter's months. cunning plan now is he's just going to listen to the ah. introduction of each episode where we explain in brief what happened yeah. in the last. Then he doesn't need to listen to the whole hour. See, it's well, time management. Well, he's smart. <laughs> If he's looking for bullet points, he's come to the wrong podcast. But I do like the idea of summing up because, yeah, because, you know, you don't want to go back and listen. So it's a pain in the ass. So anyways. Do you remember some yeah. fucking guy referred to our Caesar podcast as Reader's Digest version or something? That sounds familiar. Yeah. We showed him. Yeah. Oh, we showed him. <laughs> <laughs> how many how many hours do we spend on Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, yeah. So, so Mad Max comes down south. And like you said, Ambrosia, uh, Ambrosia, Ambrose can't talk him out of it this time. So Valentinian, who was still a teenager, and his mommy dearest is hopefully, hopefully still hot. Uh, in late 387 or early 388, have to head east, and they end up in Theo Huxtable's uh, uh, council camp uh, in the east because that's the only place they're safe. But Theo can't have this; he's got his own headaches. He is going to come back. He's going to help Valentinian. Uh, it's going to take some time to get his troops back together. Uh, but in 388, Theo comes back with his army, with Valentinian and the hot bomb. And from Ju- July to August of 388, there's a series of battles with Theo, but it ends uh, in the battle of, I don't know how to say this, Save, Save, Seva? Do you have a, do you have an idea? No, I didn't even write that down, man. I don't care. Too much detail okay. for this show. Okay, so so here let me just do this real quick. So so there's there's a series of clashes. You have the Battle of Save, S A V E. 
But it turns out that Theo, and we're going to talk a lot more about these people in the future probably, depends if we do bullet points or whatever, um, he has Hun mercenaries with him, and they have stirrup-equipped horse archers, as we talked about uh, the famous battle where Crassus gets his ass handed to him. These guys can ride a horse, shoot a arrow, you know, point backwards, point to the side, so they're going to be able to beat Mad Max's more traditional forces. Mad Max is going to retreat, he's going to suffer some other uh, defeats, he basically is going to surrender, and because he's dealing with Christians, he is going to plead for mercy. How does that go? Well, I'm sure it goes well, right? One Christian uh, <laughs> pleading for mercy from another Christian, sure, it's, it's always going to go well, because I, I don't know if you've ever heard this, Ray, but Christianity is the religion of love and, and peace. That's what it's all about. I, yeah. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, it, okay. Their, right. their God is a God of love. Um, right. So uh, whenever one Christian begs for mercy from another Christian, <laughs> for forgiveness. Know, Jesus said, turn the other cheek. Uh, right. And that's what they did. They, they turned the other cheek after they chopped his head off. So they executed, <laughs> it's easier. They executed Max. Right. They said, sure, sure, you get your mercy in hell. And they <laughs> executed him. Um, Explain to me the mercy that was applied towards his son, Flavius Victor. Yeah, well, they said, look, we're going to show your son, son mercy. We're, gonna, <laughs> we're not going to cut off his... We're going to strangle him first and then cut off his head. It's a bit like, it's a bit like Julius Caesar and the Pirates. But he won't feel it. What right. He, he cut right. their throats before he crucified them because he, right. he, was, he was a good guy. He was a gentleman. Gentleman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, so that's what they did. So they killed Maximus and they killed his young son. This kid was young. I don't know exactly yeah. how old, but uh, I'm thinking not an adult yet. He's not involved. Right, right. They right. killed him just because, you know, it's... He was there like a mountain? Well, because <laughs> you, you, don't, you don't want to leave any witnesses. Right. <laughs> okay, loose ends. Loose ends. It's like Heat. You ever seen Heat in Michael Mann film? Um, yeah, yeah, De Niro Pacino, right? So, so um, when De Niro and his gang had taken down the the money van, um, mm-hmm. the the whatever you call those things, van with with money, ba- armored car. Oh, that's it. Yeah, thank you for yeah. your yeah. understanding of the English language, Ben. Sure, um, sure. And 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 you know when when Pacino they, they comes along later on as the cop and he sees all the dead bodies, he goes, "Well, obviously, what happened is they killed this guy." And once once right. you once you got a murder rap on you. It yeah, just go. Do, doesn't matter. Go. Yeah, you're already getting life. So one, three. Yeah, that's yeah. right. You might as well kill the rest because you're getting rid of witnesses. Once you got a murder right. rap, murder rap's a murder rap, right? Um, so it's the same with this. They're like, well, once we go to hell because we killed Mac, so we just strangle the sun. <laughs> I strangle everyone. It's like right. You know, once you get the taste for blood, Ray, as you the, well know. Oh yeah, oh. Got, that's why they used to call me the shark. Yeah, once that's, you get a taste for blood, that's why you had to move to the backwaters of Virginia <laughs> because. Uh, <laughs> Just to hide the bodies. (laughs) It is a lot easier here. But anyway, the good news is for all of you out there who are shocked by our attitude towards strangling a child, uh, Mad Max's mother and at least two of his daughters were spared, probably because they're women. But alas, the father and son are no more. And we are now back to Theo, Theo Huxtable, being the de facto, de facto ruler of both halves because Valentinian is still too young. I wanted before we move on. I want to point out that yeah. the person who strangled Theodosius' young oh, son God. was uh, sorry, uh, Maximus's young son was Theodosius's trusted general Arbogast. 
Um, oh, and Ar- I did not know that. Arbogast uh, is going to play a role a little bit later on. Um, yeah, a country role. Apparently, uh, that's how Jesus wanted it, uh, Ray, was <laughs> to have everyone, everyone kids strangled. It's in the Bible. I'm sure if, right. you, if you read your Bible carefully, Ray, you'll see that Jesus very explicitly right. said, I shall I strangle the thing. children of thine enemies. I think it was on the Sermon on the right. Mount or the Sermon on the Plain because uh, no one was quite sure where he did the sermon. People don't tend to know right. that, but in the Gospel according to Matthew, he gives the Sermon on the Mount. Um, Mark, the, the, the first Gospel, the Gospel according to Mark, there's no sermon. Mm-hmm. No sermon. Mark obviously didn't either didn't know about the sermon. You know, blessed be the meek and Didn't all that. Didn't hear it. Or he went, right. nah, I don't, it's not, it's not, not, it's not, not, that, not doing yeah. it for me. I'm not putting that in. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> the Gospel it. of Matthew written maybe 20, 30 yeah. years later. He puts it in, maybe 10 years later. No one really knows. Right. He puts it in. He goes, oh, no, this is good yeah. shit. I'm putting that speech back in. He ended up on the cutting room floor. He's like, you know, uh, Robert Evans uh, reckons he saved the Godfather film. He was all on the cutting room floor. He goes, no, this is good shit. Put it back in. Um <laughs> Uh, then in the gospel according to Luke, written maybe t- you know five, ten, twenty years later, he right. goes, "No, it wasn't on the mount. It was in the plains. Gospel on the pl- in the plains." Right. So, gotcha. And different, 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 different speech. Uh, anyway, let me let me. F- I, I think we need that. to focus on we need to focus on the words and not where they were said. Oh well, the words are different too in Luke. He had oh, a, then fuck yeah, that. Yeah, Forget Jesus, it. Okay. Jesus never gave the same speech twice, right? <laughs> He was like, actually, huh? <laughs> it wasn't a sermon. It was a rap, and he did it at a shopping mall. But they they cut all that out. Anywho, uh, <laughs> where were we? Jesus, yes. Now, after the defeat and execution of Maximus, Theodosius yes. remained in Milan until 391. And he had Valley and his court mm-hmm. set up in Vienna, which in those mm. days was in Gaul. Why? Right. Because it's there? Yeah. No, we don't know. Just because. Get him out of the way. <laughs> Listen, kid, you obviously... Look, uh, over there. Yeah, go over there. Get out of my way. Um, I'm just going to... I mean, you can't have two emperors in Milan. That would be tacky. No. Ta- it is tacky. Yeah. Um, I saved your ass. Well, I think we forgot to mention before, too, that when um, Valley ran away from Milan, when Max was coming in, he ran to Theodosius in Thessalonica. Uh, mm-hmm. By the way... Remind everybody where Thessalonica gets its name from. Can you remember from the olden oh. days? No. Thessy, Thessy. A girl named Thessy who was quite... No, I don't remember. Well, it was a girl. Um, it was named after Alexander the Great's half-sister, I think. Gotcha. Um, nice. Okay. I think somebody married her... Named after his wife, one of his generals. Oh yeah, they made they made their their a major city named after her. Yeah, Cassandra. yeah, they changed. Yeah, Cassandra. Yeah, there we go. Cassie. Yeah, Cassie. Cassie. Yeah. Cassie married Thessie. Sassy Cassie. Sassy Cassie right? married right? Thessie, and he named a city after. Her. For, anyway, um, that's love. so. Getting back yeah. to Valley. Valley married off his sister Gala to Theodosius mm-hmm. to cement their alliance. Now, nice. Theodosius, um, you know, uh, not a young man at this stage. He'd come no. out of retirement to, uh, 
you know, take up the throne. Yeah. Um, yeah. Born in 347. What are we talking here? 387. So now it's 388. Oh, so yeah. he's 40. Yeah. Oh, he's not too old to marry a young, but still. young hottie, I guess. No, it's ne- you're never too old for that. I can't believe I said that. Um, so let's see how old Gala was. Uh, we don't know. Oh, shit. That's a shame. But she was. She would have been a kid. Yeah. She would have been yeah. a kid. And good Christian Theodosius was like, hell yeah, if there's grass on the pitch, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he was a dirty old man. Um, by the way, yes. we're not making light of having sex with children. It's wrong. No. It's very wrong. It Unless is wrong. you're a Catholic priest. Then... Right. Jesus and looks the other way. So anyway, he gets rid of gets rid of Valley, sends him off to Vienna. Now Theodosius starts appointing his own ministers in Milan and minting coins mm-hmm. with his own head on them. Now he's nice. technically not the emperor of the West, is the point. Right. Here. Right. Um technically he's yeah. the emperor of the East. Over there. Over there. Not over here. Over there. But he's like, you know, really? East, west? I saved it. Yeah. Yeah. What? Uh, what's Valley going to do? Valley's too young. He can't really do anything. His mother, even though she's an adult, is not in charge. Well, she's yeah, so this she's g- dead, yeah. I think, by about now. Oh, now I'm sad. It actually suggests okay. that the deal that he did yeah. with Valley is, look, I will save your kingdom from Magmax, mm-hmm. but... Here's the quid pro quo. A, I get to marry your hottie uh, sister. B, sure. Um, you just put me in charge. Obviously, you don't know how to run shit because you're yeah. a punk kid. Um, I, you know, you're going to just go somewhere where I don't have to deal with you. Yeah. And I'm going to be running things from now on. All right? All right. All right? Yeah. Otherwise, I'll just throw you to Mag Max. No? Okay. Right. No, okay. Good. So. Yeah. Justina, the hottie mum milf, has died, um, <laughs> and Theodosius is pretty much in control. Now, remember Arbogast, the uh, kid, mm-hmm. kid kid killer, Arbogast. Right, right. He, Theodosius sends Arbogast to Vienna to just keep an eye on Valley. So oh God. how'd you like that? Oh, who's who's going to be looking after <laughs> me? Yeah, don't worry, don't worry. Um, got, got, got the perfect guy for the job. Perfect guy. <laughs> He loves kids. Oh, he, no one loves kids more than him. Maybe a Catholic priest, but no one loves kids more than Arbogast, man. <laughs> he just loves... He'll probably... He'll hug you. It, sometimes they're kind of a tight hug. Tight hug. But if he, lets, mm. if he lets go in a couple, about 30 seconds, you're probably going to live. So, thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I, I'm still trying to figure that one out. But, and as you can imagine, it's going to lead to bad things for later. He was like, tell me again about the rabbits, George. Like, Albergast was just trying to give them love. He was just trying to give them a big hug sometimes. Yeah. He just loved them too much, the kids. Right. Um, Yeah. Sad. (laughs) My love of children. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It was Albergast who um, went on campaign uh, up on the Rhine when he's. So he's supposedly just. Valley's, uh, you know, I don't know, protector come muscle. secretary. Muscle, that's good. Right. But when, when there's a, you know, military campaign going on, it's Arbogast who leads it, not not Kid Val. Um, right, right. It was also Arbogast who cut the throat of Valley's best friend, Harmonious, 
in front of him. Oh, God. <laughs> when Harmonious, which is, uh, you know, a, 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 an ill-fitting name, um, <laughs> had been accused of accepting <laughs> bribes. Accused, mind you, not found guilty right. by a jury of uh, his peers, but mm-hmm. just accused. Arbogast pulled out a knife, uh, just cut his throat. And uh, Valley was like, what the fuck, dude? He's going, no, you know, better safe than sorry. Uh, so <laughs> this is... Arbogast or Grabass, he, he don't play. He don't play that. Homie don't play that. Yeah, yeah. So then things came to a head. Why don't you pick up the story? Um, well, I was wondering at one point when we're going to jump back to uh, the Edict of Thessalonica. That's kind of what I had next in my notes. Well, um, we will uh, get to the uh, edict, um, but uh, not not quite yet. Not quite. Yet. All right. Let me let me let me keep telling the story. So, things came to a head between Valley and uh, Arbogast when um, Valley wanted to lead his armies in Italy. He goes, "I'm a man now. I'm fifteen <laughs> or something. I want to lead my army by myself to fight some barbarians." And Arbogast was like, nah, I don't think so. He goes, hey, yeah. I'm the emperor. You're not. He goes, no, nah, I don't think so, kid. No, no, no. And so Valley formally fired Arbogast as Ooh. whatever he was, his magister militum or whatever. Arbogast, right. this is literally, he took the order like it was a royal decree. He took it, looked, <laughs> looked at Valley in the eyes and just slowly tore it up in public, in the middle of the court with everyone watching. Oh. He just no. tore it up, dropped it on the ground, and said something equivalent to, bitch, I don't work for you. <laughs> that's probably not his exact words, but it was something like that. So yeah. uh, Valley wrote to Ambrose saying mm-hmm. he didn't want to be an Aryan anymore. I, I don't want to be an Aryan. I want to join your club. I don't like this club. They're mean. And, well, actually, these guys were all nice scenes. Um and he wanted Ambrose to come to Vienna to baptize him as a Nicene. But aren't you supposed to do that closer to death just to cover all the sins that you may have well, done? Well, conveniently, um, he was <laughs> close to death. Uh, so it was a good call, really. He was only 15, but uh, <laughs> a few days later, he was yeah. found uh, hanging in his apartment and... It was declared a suicide by Arbogast. Right. <laughs> Not suicide by Arbogast, although that's probably what it was, like suicide by cop. It was uh, Arbogast said, oh, no, it's a suicide. They said, but yeah. his, his hands are tied behind his back. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, these kids, kids today. Kids today. Yeah. It reminds yeah. me of that 22-year-old black man who died in the backseat of a Louisiana police car a few years ago. The cop said yeah. he shot himself in the back. <laughs> Even though his hands were cuffed behind his back and he'd been frisked twice. And right. this is the best bit the coroner's report said he'd been shot in the chest. The cops went, no, 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 no. He managed to have a gun on him, had a gun hidden. But you frisked right. him twice. Oh, I don't, yeah, man, I don't know. I can't, I don't know. We need to, to do better. You. Don't yeah. know what to tell yeah. you. He, got, he shot himself in the chest with his hands cuffed behind his back. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, I, I don't know. Nobody, yeah. by the way, nobody went to jail for that. Uh, no charges. Cops got away, walked away. So thumbs up, double thumbs yeah. up, uh, you know, oh, God. the yeah. land of the free and the home of the brave. Um, 
Ah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. What? No, I was just going to uh, say that Arbogast, or Grabass, was a Frankish general. Chances are he had one of his agents do it. But hey, who knows? This guy might have done it himself. And this was on May 15th, 392, that Valley was found dead. I was going to spin it as, because of his newfound Nicene faith, he found that he was able to levitate off of the ground. Oh, no, wait, it turns out there's a rope around his neck, and it's tied to the ceiling. So yeah, he's just in there swinging away. This is a suicide but we need an emperor. What are we going to do? Yeah. Well, fortunately, we've already got one. Um, we've got a couple, really, ready to fill the role. <laughs> now, after Gradian was killed back in 383, Theodosius mm-hmm. had actually appointed his own elder son, Arcadius, to be his right. co-ruler in the East. You got a problem with that, Ray? No. No, no of course you don't. It's a good choice, Ray. Theodosius, don't fuck around, Ray. He's a good <laughs> Christian. He's the guy that made Christianity the state religion, Ray. Of That's Rome. true. He's a good guy. Now, yes, some might say Arcadius was only six years old. And, um, but <laughs> hey. Precocious six-year-old. He was, yeah. he was advanced for his age, Ray. Arcadius, very tall. Very tall. Very, potty, you could, he knew his alphabet. <laughs> uh, he, 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 potty trained. He could, do, he could do, you know, simple math. Um, Tell his dad to chill out. Addition, yeah. addition and subtraction hadn't quite made it to multiplication division yet, but, you know, he was doing okay for six. So yeah. Quite he's, re- he's ready. Ready. Yeah, he's ready to be uh, the, the Caesar. Um, right. So when Valley 2 dies in 392, Theodosius ruled as sole emperor, but he appointed his other son, Honorius, Honorius, as Augustus um, and, and co-ruler of the West. So he's got right. Arcadius as his co-ruler in the East, Honorius as his co-ruler in the West, and he sits, on top, he sits on top of the whole thing. He's the sole, nice. sole big daddy with his yes. two kids. Um, but, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't making a six-year-old Augustus this time. That doesn't happen twice because, you know what, no. the old saying is, Ray... There's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on, shame on you. If fool me, we can't get fooled again. There's the old saying, right? You know that. Um, uh, so, that yeah. is the most tortured 15 seconds of my life. No, uh-huh. come on, man. Like, you, 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 you look back on W now and you go, shit, man, compared to Trump. Uh, W Give was, me W any day. W was a yeah. fucking fucking genius. He's a grade, a grade president yeah, man, compared to Trump. Um, so yeah, he's not he's not appointing a six year old this because he's, right. he's he, he admits that was wrong. He's like, well, that that was wrong. I shouldn't have done that. That was wrong. Honorius right. is eight years old, so that's that's oh, that's a big completely diff- big difference. Completely big difference. Different. He can do multiplication. <laughs> that's right. He can read. <laughs> You know, and then if there's one thing, one stipulation you must have for your, uh, you know, your Augustuses, <laughs> they should be able to read "See Dick Run." I mean, that's right. That's absolutely critical because uh, okay. know, it might come in handy. Um, yeah. Now, the only problem with all of this mm-hmm. is that um, Slarty Bartfast, um, <laughs> Harbagast, Harbagast Grabass, has appointed his own Augustus. Well, he's not the kind of guy to wait around to let things happen. He's a doer, not a waiter. 
so he, he now this this name I don't know Eugenius he elects on his own without <laughs> consulting. What? It's Eugenius. Oh, you fucking Eugen- genius! Like Mike Fox says, <laughs> Daddy. Daddy, you genius. Yeah, you genius. You genius. You genius. Yeah. yeah, so he's a former teacher of rhetoric, which in fact overqualifies him uh, to be emperor. But Arbogast, without consulting Theo, elects him. And the only reason Arbogast does this is because he's a non Roman. He cannot become emperor. He appoints his own stooge. Um, and uh, so again, they're going to try to make this work. Now, Eugenius, however you say his name, Eugenius. Um, is going to make some limited concessions to the Roman religion, because just like when Theo first became emperor, he needed to get as many people on the side as he could. So Eugenius, excuse me, is going to make some concessions. um, And so the pagans are maybe thinking they have a chance of of having more power in the state, but this is just something that Eugenius is doing to uh, try to get them on his side. It's not going to last very long, but again, the pagans have a ray of sunshine, a ray of hope. Yeah, a ray of hope. They've got a, a, a mm. gram, grammarian and rhetorician, a teacher of grammar and rhetoric. Let's fucking just say <laughs> yeah. that. So they're, they're good, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, uh, you know, it, you may think it's strange that Arbogast, who's just a Frankish general, has the power to, mm-hmm. to, to cause, create an emperor. Um, yeah, he's not even the Praetorian Guard, but he he right. grant, he, he he was able to make Eugenius uh, an emperor by the power invested in by <laughs> his sword. Oh, fuck it, he just did it because he couldn't declare himself <laughs> emperor because he was a Frank. Um, right. In fact, his name was Frank Arbogast. Uh, Frank <laughs> Reynolds Arbogast. I got a clip of him here. I didn't go to Vietnam. Just to have pansies like you take my freedom away from me. You went to Vietnam in 1993 to open up a sweatshop. And a lot of good men died in that sweatshop. Oh my God, those, you're out of your mind. Words. Look, look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh now, I did. I, I, I know. I love. I, I was very sad when that came to an end. I did want to mention this is going to not help grab ass very much, but Ambrose, the Bishop of Milan, when he is giving the funeral oration for Valentinian II, whose neck uh, is a little stretched out and a little purple, he makes some veiled accusations against Arbogast in the speech. But again, he's an honorable man, who knows? But again, yeah, the tension is being set up. The Bishop of Milan is not fooled. Theo cannot let this stand. Something has to be done. Getting back to Frank Arbogast, you can't yeah, make anyone yes. called Frank an emperor, right? Can you make Emperor Frank? No. You can't. No. That's not going to fly. Frank! Not no, even, it's too common. Not even Barry and Stan could fix that. They couldn't have seen that. Nobody. Now, Eugenius uh, replaces most of the ministers in Milan because he Ooh. is now the Augustus of the West, who had been installed there by Theodosius like his own men he'd put there. Um, so this isn't going to go down well. Also, no. Eugenius, right. a Christian, of course, but his men convinced him to use public money to fund pagan projects. He oh, shit. rededicated the Temple of Venus and no, 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 he no. restored the Altar of Victory. Remember, that had been, you know, they'd been going backwards and forwards yeah. about that for a long time. So this whole being nice to the pagans thing wasn't going to fly. <laughs> Unacceptable. And uh, Theodosius and Ambrose decide we've got to get rid of this guy. Yeah, yeah. And I think 
Ray, that might yeah. be where we have to wrap it up. Hold on. Okay. No, got a few more minutes. Um, All right. <clears throat> yes. So, I, and I think their, their excuse for getting rid of Eugenius isn't necessarily the, the whole um, slarty Bartfast making him emperor thing. Um, you know, the, their excuse, and it's not, well, my kids are actually the real uh, heirs to right. the front. It was he was being nice to the pagans. And Eugenius is, is important and famous because he's the last of the last emperor to try and be conciliatory to right. the pagans. Even though he is himself a Christian, he's not like Julian the Apostate. He is a he is a Christian, but he's like, you know, we we, we don't have to be complete cunts, right? He had a D back right. philosophy. Um, and uh, don't the, be a complete punk. No, Theodos- don't be a complete punk. The- Theodosius and Ambrose are definitely uh, backs. They're not D backs. Their philosophy is back, man. Backs, back, back all the way. Be a cunt when you can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fact, now, just, just one, yeah. Go. Sorry. I, I'm just uh, Eugenius, Eugenius uh, and Arbogast are not exactly pushovers. They do have some success in the military field soon after they um, have their own power. Um, um, Grabass is able to make an alliance with the Alemanni and the Franks. Arbogast himself is a Frank, so he's able to go up to the Rhine River, march his troops around, impress the Germans, and so they plead for for a treaty. So again, these guys, they're, they're not just pushovers, they're able to intimidate the Germans into a peace. So again, they feel a lot more secure about their empire now. And like you said, I think you said this earlier, um, they send uh, ambassadors to Theodosius asking for recognition. He cannot because, he, like you said, he's already appointed his two sons. But because of all the fighting that been going on. The army of the East is nowhere near ready to fight, so Theo's going to get his two generals on this, but they're going to need just over a year to whip their army into shape, um, certainly after the loss of the Battle of Adrianople, um, but they're going to need, he's going to need some time, so he stalls the ambassadors from, from the West while he's getting his army together. When um, Eugenius arrived in Milan, uh, Ambrose mm-hmm. left. He wasn't even going yeah. to you know, giving him a face time. Gown. He's like, bitch, right. speak to the hand because the face ain't listening. He walked, <laughs> he walked, he left. So, yeah, so Theodosius um, puts his army together and he starts marching towards Milan. Eugenius marches in the opposite direction with Arbogast and um, they meet in Slovenia. Around mm-hmm. about September 394, they fight the Battle of the Frigidus. Um, nice. About evenly matched, we think. Probably somewhere between thirty thousand to fifty thousand troops per side. Right. Um, but it's important to note that on Theodosius's side, he had twenty thousand Goths, mm. um, including the Visigoth chieftain Alaric. Now, as we start talking more about the Visigoths uh, over the course of the next few episodes. This is important to remember. So they right. Theodosius must have cut some kind of deal. Remember, it was only a few years earlier when the Goths mm-hmm. um, they were they were on the run from the on the run from the Hun. Um, <coughs> they yes. they ended up in the you know the crossing into the Roman Empire. Battles were fought. Peace deals were struck. Theodosius and and I think it was um, Gratian and, and Valens and these guys were like, listen, okay. You can stay, just uh, you know, don't get into my liquor cabinet, 
and right. uh, don't important. eat anything in the fridge with my name on it. But, you know, you can stay, just fucking stay over there. Um, so they had uh, an uneasy sort of a lo- uh, peace deal uh, letting these mm-hmm. guys, because they couldn't kick them out. There's too many of them. Remember, there's like, you know, 100,000 or whatever, 200,000 of them came in. Um, right. So, but Theodosius must have done some kind of a deal. These 20,000 gods yeah. aren't going to fight, you know, Roman on Roman battle unless there's something in it for them. Exactly what he promised Alaric, we don't know, but as we will see in future episodes, whatever it was, Alaric must have figured he didn't get it because he He could do better. He went on the warpath. Armagast's (laughs) army had a ton of Gauls and Franks, which makes sense. But here's the thing that's fascinating to me, Ray. So here Mm -hmm. we have in 394 a battle for the control of the Roman Empire... Right. Fought by French on one side and Germans on the other side. (laughs) And they haven't quit fighting each other since. Like Caesar and Augustus (laughs) were fighting the Germans and the Gauls uh, to keep them out or to keep them under control for whatever, 400 years earlier. And now it's Germans and Gauls fighting for control of the Roman Empire. So uh, Caesar Caesar wept, as we always say. <laughs> Caesar wept, turned in his grave, and he wept. Yeah, and, and and again, this demonstrates better than anything else just the true paucity of Rome of real Roman troops on the ground at this time. They've had so many wars, so many civil wars, so many battles, so many defeats. There's just not enough of them. For the last, what, 20 or 30 years, every time Rome has been able to beat someone, one of their demands has been, you have to give us some of your warriors. They they incorporate some of the people that they've been fighting or if they come up with a treaty just because they do not have the boots on the ground that they did a couple hundred years ago. So this battle lasts for two days. And on the first day, Eugenius and Arbogast came out on top. Theodosius's army actually suffered heavy losses and had to retreat. Now, keep in mind, these are not only just Roman against Roman, in theory, right. with lots of French and Germans on, <laughs> filling out the ranks, but it's Christian against Christian again. These are all yeah. Christians, these people fighting each other uh, to see who could be the, the best Christian. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, you've got you to wonder, you know, you know we talked you about the strongest Const- Christian. When Constantine... Yeah fought his big battle against whoever it was, Maximian or somebody, I can't remember now. No, no, Maxentius? Maxentius, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so many Maxes. Maximian, 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 Maximian. You know, Jesus supposedly, according to the early Christian sources, appeared to him and said, dude, I'm on your side, got your back, put, put you know, the Cairo on the on your yeah. standard and uh, let's rock and roll. I'll help you kill some bitches. Um, you got to wonder how Jesus is doing now. Like, wh- how does he decide which, which one of these guys right. to get behind? As it yeah. turns out, um, first day he was on the side of Eugenius and Arbogast. Theodosius' army suffered heavy losses, had to retreat. Arbogast sent troops after them to block their return. But the next morning, Theo got news that the troops that Arbogast had sent were ready to desert over to his side. Um, I'm I'm thinking probably uh, with promises of untold wealth if they did, yeah, that's or, or God turned their heart, or that, yeah, I'm going with the money <laughs> option. Okay, um, I, I want I wanted to mention something before you get on to the second day. Uh, just just uh, like you said, this happened in late August, early September of 394, where they come into a narrow mountainous region. Um, where the two armies meet. Now, right before the battle gets going, uh, let's see here. The um, 
uh, Matt, no, not Mad Max, Eugenius and Grabass are going to put up statu- a statue of Jupiter on the field, and they're going to put up um, other symbols on their shields. They're going to put up images of Hercules on their army banners. And so, again, at the end of the first day, what happened is um, Theo just launched in some of his gothic allies. He didn't reconnoiter. He didn't plan anything out. He just sent them in. They didn't do very well, and many of them were killed, which I think you were stressing earlier that Theo is probably okay with this to have some of his non-Germans wiped out for him. So the the, the day certainly ends uh, in a victory for Grabus, but this has already got religious overtones caused by the Empire in the West who are using the pagan signs and statues and gods to bolster their men. And we've got to wrap this up quickly because I'm about to have violin playing in the background. Yeah. So they went back, uh, did battle a second time on the second day. This time, luck was on Theodosius' side. The Bora winds blew up and blew dirt and dust into the faces <laughs> of Eugenius' troops. According the to breath the, of God. According to legend, Sorry. the wind also <laughs> blew their arrows back at them. That kind yeah. of sucks. You shoot an arrow yeah. and it turns around and it comes, comes back, back at, at you. you. Man. What is that, a boomerang? It's either the wind or Theodosius was the one, and he could yes. see into the matrix and just, uh, you know. <laughs> Held up back. his hand. Yeah. Anyway, no. cut a long story short, because we got to get out of here. Uh, Eugenius was captured, begged for his life, uh, but <laughs> as Jesus would have wanted it, he too was beheaded. Um, yes. Arbogast, slightly Bartfast, managed to escape, but... After a few days of wandering around the mountains, he committed suicide, just yeah. like Valley 2 did. He was found, <laughs> well, shot yeah, three times yeah. in the head with his hands yeah. and feet tied. So this yeah. leaves Theodosius again as the sole again. emperor, not counting his children. Right. And it's the first time the empire has had a single emperor for a very, very long time. And long may he rule. Well... <laughs> Not so much. Um, (laughs) And I think we've got to wrap it up there, Ray. I've got to get out of here because things are happening in the background. We'll be back next week with uh, episode nine, and we'll start with the Hunter Claus, who's the distant cousin of Santa Claus. uh, There we go. Next time.